What will we find in today's Thursday thrillers here on the Mutual Audio Network? A few baffling mysteries? Perhaps a touch of murder? Let's find out. The following audio drama is rated PG-13, suggesting that children under the age of 13 should listen accompanied with an adult. started. I thought I would have been drinking a whiskey at Pan's Hollow, complaining about the weather. Figured the job would always be catching cheating spouses and finding runaways that aren't really runaways. I also thought you'd always be by my side, but things change. Truth is, I didn't appreciate you when I had you. Too little too late. I don't even know what I'm doing here. Is this an apology? Or my guilt run rampant? Are these the final words of farewell before I confront my mortality? Doesn't matter, really. You probably won't hear this. nerves if I'm smoking again. I guess the end is a poor place to start a story, so let's go back to the beginning. Before we met, and before you took off to leave me in this hell on earth. Come on, Frank. We gotta go. Can't keep Joe waiting. <sighs> Alright, kid. Hold your damn horses. This case was something else. A bored housewife trying to keep her infidelity secret. The victim was her lover. A side piece standing in stark contrast to the lie she lived with her husband. Two holes pierced his lip neck. 
couldn't be bullet holes or stabbing given the lack of trauma to the surrounding tissue. Other than the holes themselves, there wasn't much damage done at all. This was almost surgical. I jotted down the details and got ready for that grisly case. The whole reason I took the case? <laughs> Trouble. In the shape of an Irish redhead with legs that make you dizzy. Her hair a contained inferno, and skin an inviting pale satin. She zipped back and forth like a live wire, snapped right from a power line. She said the police wouldn't be able to figure out how her sister Gloria's lover lost his life on that cool rough pavement. I don't know why she cared so much. In my opinion, that's a get out of jail free card. Unless Gloria had her heart set on leaving her husband. It was off-putting the husband not being involved in any of this. Ignorance really is bliss for this poor schmuck. But I agreed to take the case and she scurried off just as quickly as she came. Honestly, I didn't even catch her name. <laughs> she was really a pistol, wasn't she, Dusty? Looks like I'll be putting off that vacation again. You wouldn't know what to do with yourself on vacation. I cracked a sly grin like a thousand-year-old sheet of ice, slowly giving way under the weight of a polar bear. I felt the warmth that I didn't even know I needed back then. Guess you could say I liked the thought that somebody knew me well enough to make an assumption like that. Of course, I could never say something like that to the kid. Don't want him thinking I'm soft. Justin, a 75-year-old woman, was found dead today in her apartment. Police say there were unidentified markings on her neck, and foul play is assumed. The police say to lock your doors and your windows and to be careful traveling alone at night as a precaution. We will keep you updated with the latest news on the case. Hey, turn that shit off. I really should be nicer to the kid. Sometimes I'm an asshole, and I don't even know why. I'm sure liquor for breakfast doesn't help. But don't tell my doctor I'd agree with him on something. Just pull up right here, kid. I'll be right back. Cold one tonight, eh, boys? Hell yeah, man, it's freezing out here. Haven't seen you around much lately. Oh yeah, weren't you going on vacation? Do you even know how to vacation? What, you too? Everybody thinks they know me around here, don't they? Well, you know how it is. Best laid plans of mice and men often go astray. Fuck if that ain't the truth. You can go ahead. Joe's up there.
Joe Sutton is a good man. Probably the best damn detective they have on the force. Probably the best man in the city. Joe's been on the beat a long time, and I know he won't be on it much longer. But at the same time, he seems like the kind of guy who would never retire. Wouldn't hesitate to do something good, no matter what it cost him. For example, he doesn't have to help me with these cases. I'm sure somewhere down the line that breaks a whole mess of protocols. But I do appreciate it nonetheless. He's a stocky dwarf of a man, standing at about 5'8". Between his bushy eyebrows and the forest of follicles on his arms, it makes up for the hair he doesn't have on his head. Sure as shit, Saint Nick would be jealous of the gut he has drooping over his belt. He's a jolly son of a bitch, and definitely wouldn't turn down some milk or cookies. Hey Joe, what's it looking like? You know I can't give you any information about an ongoing case. I stood perplexed. I saw that he immediately noticed my furrowed brow. Oh, come on, asshole. You know I'm just messing with you. Oh, yeah. And he pictured himself one hell of a comedian. Alright, quit busting my chops. What's going on here? Well, like it says in the report, and like I told you on the phone, he's got two puncture wounds on his neck. Like we're dealing with Dracula or some shit. It also looks like he got his blood sucked right out. I don't know. Maybe see what you can make out of it. What's your case have to do with mine, by the way? I facetiously grinned. Oh, come on now, Joe. You know I can't talk to you about an ongoing investigation. Joe slugged me in the shoulder playfully. The blow from the tank of a man didn't hurt my shoulder much, but he moved me aside with ease. I'd hate to have to scrap with that old dog. Well, a girl came by, saying this was her sister's boyfriend and it needed looking into. Did the sister say she had any idea what was going on here? Why didn't she stick around for questioning if she was his girl? Just like Joe said, and just like the report stated, two small holes pierced his neck, but somehow not a drop of blood. And he looked like he never had any blood in him to begin with. Couldn't really be something as crazy as a damn vampire, could it? Shook my head, as if it was going to knock some thoughts loose. I was totally lost. Well, you see, Joe, she didn't stick around because they're not what you'd call officially dating. Turns out the dame is a husband. None too keen for him to know, believe it or not. Alright, let me know if you find out anything else. I'll do the same. Now get the fuck out of here before you stink up my crime scene. I ended up leaving with more questions than answers. Okay, kid. Back to the office. I think we're gonna call it a night. Okay, uh, how's Joe? Did you find anything useful at the scene? I got some things to think about. My blood started to boil again. Not the kid's fault, though. Mine. So I formed all of the bubbling anger into a slightly irritated sigh, figuring that was the best I could do to suppress my emotions. <sighs> Joe was fine. I didn't find anything good at the scene, and the body was just the way it was described to me. Unfortunately, found nothing that's gonna break this case just yet. That is, unless you know anybody who thinks they're a fucking vampire. What? I know he had puncture wounds on his neck, but why would it be a vampire? Weirdest thing. 
Turns out the body's almost entirely drained of blood. I even hint of it at the scene. Oh, that's just sick. The whole world's sick, kid. A tattered page out of a diary was found next to the body of 75-year-old Martha Quinn. Police assume the killer left it there on purpose as if to tell a story. Our sources claimed that this is how the page read. It used to make me mad when I would hear someone complain about a so-called problem. What do they know of actual pain? In a weird way, I think I was hoping that I would find someone as broken as me. At least then I would be able to relate, to not feel like a freak. I know I will never belong. How can I? In reality, I would probably have more in common with a monster. The anger and the fear that we are not to be cherished, but used until we don't work anymore. I wonder if I would even have the courage to do anything about it, about my life, my pain. What a horrific note to be left at such a grisly scene. Our hearts are with poor Martha and her family. I told you to turn that shit off. Sorry, Frank. I had enough to worry about. I didn't need any thoughts of the last brutal moments in a poor old lady's life. I needed to keep my brain on this case. Of course, it wasn't just the news or my own case. There's other thoughts that crept into my mind. Like the woman who came petitioning my help. It'd be worth solving the case just to see her again. Actually, kid, why don't you drop me off at Pan's Hollow? I need a drink. You got it. Uh, I wonder who the hell could do something so awful, hurting that old lady? A monster. I'm coming. Hello? Took you long enough. Wait, are you fucking crying right now? Pathetic! You better be crying because you're so fucking happy that you have enough money to pay your damn rent. Uh, uh... You know I get paid on Wednesday and it's only Monday. I don't give a fuck when you get paid. What I give a fuck about is you paying your rent on the first of the month. I don't care if it's 3 in the morning, or 5 in the fucking afternoon, I want my goddamn money on the 1st. What the fuck do you do in here all damn day anyways? I never see you leave, I never see anybody else come in. I, 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 I don't really have any family or... Who the fuck would be your friend? Anyways, you weird little goblin, I want paid tomorrow, or your ass is out on the street. But I... I said tomorrow, freak! <laughs> I'm not saving you! You're not worthy of my protection! <laughs> Thanks for stopping by, stranger. Hope you enjoyed yourself. If you're looking for more Neon Shadows, 
You can visit the Neon Shadows Speakeasy on Facebook or Neon Shadows Pod on Twitter and Instagram. Or look us up as Neon Shadows on YouTube, Spotify, and wherever you listen to podcasts. See you next time, stranger. And remember, keep to the Neon Shadows. Neon Shadows is written by Ian Knowles and voiced by Dan Faulkner, Amber Tubman, Sean Goodrich, Marcellus Clay, Tyler Brown, Logan Lenkowski, and Ian Knowles. Copyright 2020, reuse or reproduction of our content is strictly prohibited. Thank you for listening to Thursday Thrillers right here on the Mutual Audio Network. Please consider subscribing to other days of the Mutual Feeds, including Monday Matinee for classic live and theatrical audio plays, Tuesday Terrors for horror audio drama, Wednesday Wonders, our science fiction and fantasy magazine, Friday Follies, our end-of-the-week comedy series, Saturday Story Circle for kids and families alike, and Sunday Showcase bringing you the very newest in audio releases from our United Artists of Audio right here on the Mutual Audio Network. The Mutual Audio Drama Network, where we listen and imagine together.